BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Oh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. We have more on the raid. We have Mike Cernovich. We have Brandon Tatum. We have uh, quite a This Week in Wokeism. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. I find old stories from the Soviet Union fascinating. I always have. Just stories about what it's like to live under that, live under complete communist control and how miserable it was. But now I find them extra fascinating, and here's why. As we're about to talk about the Mar-a-Lago raid some more and give you updates and things like that, I always found it so incredibly fascinating to hear people describe living in a country where they automatically knew Whatever they read in the, in the communist newspapers, whatever they saw on the communist TV, once the TVs were there, whatever the, the communist, anything that was put, whatever the message was, they automatically knew it was a lie because they were lied to all the time. And communism is built on lies. And I always enjoyed those stories before, but now that we have moved into a country like that, I think they're even more fascinating now to experience it. I mean, wrap, wrap your mind around this. We talk, especially recently, about the DOJ and FBI. And the second I bring up DOJ, FBI, you probably just did it. People go, we roll our eyes. 
we scoff, we talk about how the FBI has to be disbanded. But let's just pause for a moment. Let's just pause for a moment before we go into the latest and think about how crazy that is. Think about how crazy it is our Department of Justice, the top law enforcement officers in the country, they're so corrupted, uh, probably 50%, 55 60% of Americans don't think it should exist anymore. That's a wild place to be for a country. Your grandparents could never have imagined that would happen here in the United States of America. That's the stuff you used to read, or they used to read books about it. Oh man, can you imagine living in the Soviet Union? It's here. It's here now. It's crazy to me. I just think it's wild. I mean, the, here's the latest and greatest on Mar-a-Lago. And honestly, when I bring you these things, I know you're not shocked by them. I'm not shocked by them. It's almost just like I'm a news reporter instead of just someone who brings you a show. It's like I'm a news reporter just telling you the latest and greatest lies that are out there. You know the deal. I don't have to break this down for you. There's a lot of talk of people want the affidavit, the justification for raiding Trump's home. People want to know what it looks like. People want to see it. No, 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 no. We saw the warrant now. The warrant was so broad that it's crazy that it could be that broad. Clearly a fishing expedition. They were looking for four years worth of documents. It's obviously fishing. So now people are saying to themselves, uh, okay, that better not be what it is. Could we see the affidavit? Could we see the justification you used to get it? And the Department of Justice came out immediately. They said, no, no, you can't actually see it. And immediately they said, uh, why? Why can't we see it? The Department of Justice said, well, I mean, it's uh, 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 national security. There are uh, security implications. It's an ongoing case. They didn't even have a decent explanation. And here's another thing that's so crazy about that. Maybe, maybe that is a decent explanation in a vacuum, right? Maybe FBI raids someone's home media, people want the affidavit to see the justification, and the FBI says, hey, we can't do it, national security, whatever the, whatever the excuse is. Maybe it's legit. Maybe this time that's legit. But you don't believe that. I don't believe that. Not in a million years. We are at a place now as a country where there has been so much trust lost. It doesn't matter what they say. We will consider it a lie. I don't, look, I know I personally will. If right now, we have to interrupt the show live. We have breaking news. The FBI comes out and says, Donald Trump uh, had uh, uh, pictures of the nuclear codes and uh, pictures of the French president in the shower. I wouldn't believe a single word of it. I don't care what they eventually come out with and say, we have released X. Trump had X. I will think, okay, they probably planted it or they're lying about it. And that's not on me. That's not my fault. That's not me being a cynic. That's not you being a cynic. You can't lie to me time and time and time and time and time again. And then come to me and say, hey, I have something. You got to believe me. That's not how that works. You have to earn my trust back. You cannot shame me into that. You can't censor me into that. You can't force me into that. You have to earn it back from me. 
And when I see things like this, it really tells me you don't have any interest in earning back my trust. They took Trump's passports. But wait, there's more. Not only did they take Trump's passports, the media ran with the story that they didn't take Trump's passports. Wait, but wait, there's more. We now have confirmation, confirmation, courtesy of the release from Trump, that the FBI not only did take the Trump passports, they are now giving him a place and time where he can go pick up the passports saying, whoopsie, it was a mistake. But let's focus on the media part here really quickly. Trump comes out and says, the FBI took my passports. The FBI, somebody at the FBI DOJ, gets a hold of their media friends. Hey, let me send a quick text message. No, uh, no, he didn't. He's lying. Media immediately begins to run with the story, pushing an outright lie before any confirmation. And then it turns out, once again, Trump was right all along. You see, we have a system completely built on lies. And this is the problem. It's way beyond the DOJ and FBI. The DOJ, FBI, they work with the media, they work with the entertainment system, they work with the politicians, they work with the, where the, everyone works together to constantly push lies on you and me. And now, where does that leave us? You and me? We're now in a system where it's all lies, where we have to assume everything we're told is a lie, just like they did in the Soviet Union. Isn't that wild? When you wake up in the morning, open up the New York Times, you see headline after headline after headline, you have to assume you're being lied to. When you turn on the news at night, beep, beep, CBS, ah, it's been a long day, I don't have time to peruse the internet, let's give give it 10 minutes, watch CBS. You have to assume everything they're telling you is a lie. Federal Bureau of Investigation, the director of the FBI, the top law enforcement man, he sits down gives a press conference, gives a statement, gives an interview. You have to assume now everything they're telling you is a lie. And that brings me to this about the FBI. I have been extremely critical about the lack of whistleblowers, the lack of people quitting in protest. I hear all these people on the right constantly saying things to me like the good men and women of the FBI, the men on the ground don't, don't agree with all this stuff. Where have the whistleblowers been? Where have the quits? Who's resigning? Have you been overwhelmed by the people quitting? No. Maybe that's changing. According to Jim Jordan, there are 14 of them now. 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers, and they are good people. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that's the problem. But some of these good agents are coming to us telling us, this is baloney what's going on. The political nature now of the Justice Department, God bless them for doing it, coming and talking to us about the school board issue, about a whole host of issues. I mean, it's becoming a well-worn trail of agents who say, this has got to stop. Okay. That's good. I'm not poo-pooing it. And those 14 should be absolutely praised as the heroes they are trying to save us from this corrupt organization. That's good. That's good. Why isn't it 1,400? You understand how many people work at the FBI? We have 14 who are tired enough of the corruption to come forward? I'm sorry that's not good enough. 
It's simply not good enough. Uh, I work for the first here, right? Let's say the first turned into uh, completely... Co we're just, we decided to go full-blown commie. I know, not exactly realistic. We decided to go full-blown communist. And anyone on our great lineup, from Buck to Bill O'Reilly, Clay, Dana, everyone on there, they all decided to go full-blown communist. But uh, only, only O'Reilly held out. He decided he wasn't going to. All the rest of us, though, I come on here, I sound just like uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre every night. Would you keep watching the first if a tiny, tiny percentage of the first went communist? No, of course you wouldn't. I'm sorry, 14 FBI agents isn't good enough. It's not. It's not good enough. Especially when I have numbers like this. 2,700. What's that number mean? The FBI opened 2,700 domestic terrorism investigations. That's double what it was in 2020. What should you take from that? What does that mean? We now know, according to these whistleblowers and other things, the FBI has a complete culture of pressure for its agents to open up domestic terrorism investigations on you. That is now the culture of the FBI. They are demanding their agents go find themselves a right-winger, open up a domestic terror investigation on him so we can use the power of the Federal Bureau of Investigation against our political enemies. So yeah, those 14 heroes should be praised. And that's not good enough. That 14 needs to turn into 1,400 real quickly or this organization simply cannot be allowed to exist anymore because it's a threat to America itself. All that may have made you uncomfortable but I am right. Mike Cernovich, my friend, has some thoughts on this next, and we're going to talk to him. Let's first talk to you really quickly about how do you handle things now with everything going to crap around you? It's ugly out there, I know. How do you deal with it? Everyone has their own way. What I do is I make sure I'm more ready now than I've ever been. I buy ammunition. It makes me feel better. I practice with my weapon. I have clean water and the ability to create clean water for myself. Do you? I have an emergency food supply. Do you? Do you have any kind of emergency food? Please tell me it's more than a couple cans of peaches in your pantry. My Patriot Supply has made this process easy because they've already done all the work. They've already created the emergency food supply for you. All you have to do is go to preparewithjessikelly.com and order one. Three months. You should have three months worth of emergency food for every person in your household. If you live alone, just buy one. That's fine. If you have four, buy four of them. Everyone should have three months of emergency food. Preparewithjessikelly.com gets you $250 off that emergency food supply. They'll deliver it to your front door. Preparewithjessikelly.com. It'll make you feel better. It makes me feel better. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning.
Trump put out a statement on the whole thing, the whole DOG thing. I call for the immediate release of the completely unredacted affidavit pertaining to this horrible and shocking break-in. Also, the judge on this case should recuse. Joining me now, Mike Cernovich, creator of the film and book Hoaxed. Very appropriate for nowadays, by the way. Everything they told you is a lie. All right, Mike. I feel like we all know why they're being pretty cloak and dagger about this thing, but I'd rather have your take on it before I give mine. Go. Sure. It's interesting that the Department of Justice claims they don't want to unredact the full search warrant affidavit, even though they're selectively leaking information that's probably fake to the media, right? So it's this cute little game that they play. We saw for five years, Garland goes up, press conference. This is a very um, serious matter. I'm such a man of gravitas and we had to do what we had to do. And then what happens an hour later? Oh, there's nuclear secrets. It's all these little leaks. So instead of playing this dumb game of they leak or, or, you know, maybe the media is making it all up. Just make the affidavit public. Let's look at it. Okay, Mike, I feel like we're in this period of time in the country where the system has lost all trust of the people. The people don't trust the system anymore. And there are ways, in my opinion, they could get that trust back. Open up the books, hold your people accountable, trials, things like that. But they're doing the same thing corrupt systems have done every time in history. They double and triple down on everything and accelerating the end. Is that crazy talk? No, it's interesting to me because the for a government to function and for the FBI to function, what's going to happen when conservatives just start voting not guilty in trials? Because they say, well, I don't believe the FBI anymore. It could shut real law enforcement to a standstill, which is why I think that we are seeing some members of the FBI becoming protected whistleblowers and going to Jim Jordan and going to Grassley and others. Because if you're, if you're, I mean, I, you know, there was, there was just a big sex trafficking bust done by the FBI, give the devil its due. Everybody would love the FBI if that's what they did, right? If you open up the news and you say FBI arrest child pornographers, Everybody would say this is amazing. Remember, it used to be a great honor to have the FBI shield. That was a, a, a matter of extreme prestige. That meant that you were a very serious person, and now it's becoming a scarlet letter that means you remember the Gestapo harassing innocent people. So I think some people within the agency see that. They want to do real work, and that's why they're becoming whistleblowers, and I'm sure some of them are watching your show and let's just encourage them to go to Project Veritas, go to members of Congress and become protected whistleblowers. Mike, I do encourage them. And I, I said in the opening of the show, I said the 14 that came to Jim Jordan, man, are genuine heroes. That's real courage right there. But Mike, 14 out of how many thousand is simply not even close to being good enough. If a tiny, tiny microscopic percentage of the organization thinks reforms need to happen, then the organization can't stay something that's in existence, correct? Sure. If it were up to me, the FBI would either have its mission completely narrowed to human trafficking or it would be abolished, one or, one or the other, right? That is a pretty simple thing. There are real crimes that I would like to see investigated, the drug trafficking, the human trafficking happening at the border. There's real crimes to solve, and apparently they don't they don't want to solve them they want to spy on trump supporters the michigan kidnapping trial part two 
is happening now and julie kelly had done some incredible work on that trial you read it, it's new information every day it just turned out that the fbi issued a stand down order remember when all those people went into the mission capital with their guns you know like playing army men or whatever and just, come on guys and i'm thinking well, how did that happen right naively well we now know what happened that the fbi called off the state troopers and said no no let them let them in there that's a fact now this is a, a matter of court record it isn't our opinion so that uh, shows what the FBI is really up to, creating, they did it to Muslim kids, you know, for 20 years, because the FBI can't solve real problems. So they would find some Muslim incel, have an FBI to pretend to be his girlfriend, tell him, oh, don't you want to be a jihad, be a real man? And then it turns out the kid had schizophrenia, was on SSRIs, and they cooked up the whole thing. And now they're doing it to, you know, Billy Bob or whoever, the guy who's sleeping in the in the uh, basement of a vacuum cleaner store. These are the, the criminal masterminds. So that's kind of what the FBI does. So yeah, I'm, I'm certainly for disbanding it. Mike, they got Trump's passports. Now I took that as simply being gross negligence because it was a big fishing expedition and they snatched up a whole bunch of stuff and kind of accidentally got the passports. But maybe I'm looking at this whole thing wrong. Maybe they really tried to pull something nasty there. What do you think? No, I think it was an unconstitutional and invalid warrant. They just took everything that they want to do. I mean, that's what they that's what they do. Did you see what they did with Jeffrey Clark, who broke no laws? They, you know, have him out in his underwear in his front yard. They're taking all of his computers. When they do raids, they'll take your kids' laptops. It's a humiliation ritual. They are they have become a, a terrorist organization. They're the biggest terrorist threat to the country right now, is the FBI. Therefore I worry way, way more about them than I worry about you know, the Iran, the, the mullahs and stuff. They, Salman Rushdie, it took him 20 years and Salman Rushdie's gonna be okay. But we're supposed to worry about Iran. Oh no, what's Iran gonna do? I worry about, you know, who's the FBI gonna kill next? Who are they gonna set up next? Who are they gonna frame next? Mike, it seems like the anger this time is different, but we're also in the immediate wake of this kind of a raid. When I hear we need GOP senators talking about should the FBI continue to exist. I think maybe this was the bridge too far where the Republican Party might do something if it takes back power. What do you think? Well, I don't know what, they, what they're going to do because you see Dan Crenshaw saying, you know, standing for the FBI, which is a weird thing to come out and do at this point in time. So you wonder what the Republicans are going to do, right? We, we know that Grassy had a hearing, a so-called hearing, and Ray showed up, blew it off, and then said he had to leave early. And Grassy's shaking his hand, oh, I'm sure you have other important things to do. No, he doesn't, Senator, have anything important to do. He's going to see hookers or something. Who knows what he's going to go meet with the Epstein ring. Who knows what he's going to do, but it's not mm. nothing important. So that's unfortunate. But they have, it's, it's a weird thing because, you know, you study communism. I have. We've studied the Stasi. And we know that people, unfortunately, will endure a lot of injustice before they revolt. And you wonder how much are people going to put up with? And that's why government has to function. That's why there has to be oversight, because you don't want people, you know, like that knucklehead. And I think it was Ohio. You know, he goes on truth social media and claims that he's going to wage war or something on the FBI. And you wonder, oh, is this guy um, an MK Ultra guy or what's going on? But you don't want that. That that's how con the country disintegrates. That's how we become like the Middle East. So it's on the Congress to say, look, we're cutting your budget by 25 percent. You're done. 
we're cutting it for 25%. You can focus on real crimes. There's a lot of human trafficking happening. You can focus on that and all this counter espionage stuff. You people are goobers. You can't stop any real terrorism anyway. Maybe you're, maybe you're starting it. That has to be done because otherwise, yeah, people are going to go postal and that's a disaster for everyone, right? You wanna live a life, everybody here wants to just what? Live a nice life. You don't even wanna have to worry about the government. And unfortunately, you can't just live a normal life anymore because they're framing people and setting people up and even setting up the president, which is the whole Trump thing. You know, I'm not, a, a, I haven't been a Trump guy for a long, long, long time, but the, he was president. He's got a few boxes of stuff. It's things like this that really drive people batty, the gaslighting, the emotional abuse. He was president. Sorry, Libs. He knows more classified information than all but maybe 30 people in the entire face of the planet. Just the way it is. Sorry, he was he was actually president and he had a few boxes of nonsense. And if, if by the way, and by the way, if the secrets are so important, why are they on paper anyway? That's the whole thing is dumb, right? And I think that's why people are again kind of losing it. They're like, oh, you had nuclear secret. Then why were nuclear secrets on paper? You're, 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 what do you, you know, none, none of it adds up. It's making people go batty. And maybe that's what the FBI wants. They just want more chaos and they want people to lose their minds. And then because then you have a mentally ill person do something bad. And then the FBI goes, see, that gives us more reason to crack down on people. But. That's where we are, brother. It's an unfortunate thing, and it's up to Republicans to preserve the social order, and that requires accountability and defunding the FBI if necessary. Yeah, I'll hold my breath on that. Mike Cernovich, thank you, brother. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Well, what can you do? Right? What can I do? We're all powerless, all these fancy government people up there, FBI badges on. What can we do about it? Crush us a little. Pray. Prepare. We can do something about the private portion of the private government partnership, right? Because remember, corporations have been all in on selling you out to these people over and over and over and over again. Surely we can do better with where we spend our money or don't spend our money. You know, if you go download Public SQ in the App Store, what it's going to do is it's going to tell you what businesses in your area share your values what if you had this list i get asked all the time jesse someone should come up with a list or a website of places i can shop i don't have to come up with anything public sq's already done it for you go download public sq from the app store it's your tool to put your money where your morals are public sq all right we'll be back it's not that we have a country full of demons, communist demons, who are after all of us, who are after the destruction of anything that is good and right. That, that, would be, that, would, that alone would be a big enough problem. The problem is our demons have taken over all of our institutions. I mean, I mentioned in the very beginning of the show, as we opened it up, we opened it up talking about the FBI and the DOJ and how insane it is that you as an American, have an obligation at this point in time to automatically distrust whatever they say. All right, that's bad enough. That's a bad situation. Your doctor? I've brought this up before. I'm going to bring it up again. Have you vetted your doctor? You know you shouldn't trust your doctor anymore, right? Because our medical institutions are all broken and corrupted by the communists too. Your doctor should not be trusted 
until your doctor has been vetted. Do you have the courage to do that? Are you willing to do that? It's not difficult. Walk in your doctor's office right now, next time you go in there and say, hey, should my kid get vaccinated? Because remember, this is something no other country in the world is doing because of the side effects and the lack of danger of COVID for kids. No other country is putting this stuff in kids. If your doctor says, oh, absolutely, you need to leave and go find a new doctor. You have to. We have to do much more than that, though, sadly. Look, that's the easy part. That's you making personal decisions with your doctor, with your family. We are going to have to get much more aggressive than we are with these demons, because now that they've entrenched themselves in our institutions, they have to be pulled out by the roots. I'm about to play you a video, and I want you to understand that this is not a video of some liberal college students, right? This isn't a anti this isn't a pro-abortion rally where we gathered some people together and shot a little PSA. This isn't even a bunch of Democrat staffers in Congress. I'm about to play you a video, and this was put out on purpose, publicly, by not just a hospital, not just a hospital in Boston, Boston Children's Hospital. Look at this. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically, and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the quote opposite gender toys, things like that. There is more and more a group of adolescents that we are seeing that really are coming to the realization that they might be trans or gender diverse a little bit later on in their life. So what we're seeing from them is that they always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding to know that they might be trans or have a different gender identity than the one they had been assigned. So that is a, a growing population that, they are, that we are seeing and that's being recognized as being trans and able to be treated. I'm going to calmly simply say this. If you think we can live and let live our way out of this situation, you are sorely mistaken. We are going to have to aggressively purge these people from our cultural institutions. And allow me to explain. When I say aggressively purge them, I don't mean get these people fired. Until these demons who are abusing and in, in many cases physically mutilating our children and bragging about it, until these demons fear going to prison, they will never, ever, ever stop. Understand that that sick demon you're looking at right now, that human being is religiously committed to what she believes. She is a religious zealot. She will never stop. She will never get tired. She will never slow down. She will aggressively attack your children and my children until this whole demonic trans obsession has taken over the entire United States of America. The only thing that will stop her is fear. That human being, any sane country, would have that person immediately placed in handcuffs as a horrific child abuser put on trial, and sent to a prison for a very, very, very long time. 
until these people start getting frog marched into prison, they will never stop, they will never slow down. And if that makes you uncomfortable, I'm not judging you for that. I think that sucks. We're now in a place we have to start getting arrest warrants and having doctors arrested. That is a horrible, dark place to be for a country. I agree, that sucks. There is not a second way. Don't think you're going to sit down with that person and appeal to their humanity because you don't sit down with demons and appeal to their humanity. You aggressively oppose them. And one other thing before we wrap this up here, understand that they now fully understand that the right, especially the God-believing right, is their enemy. That's why you're seeing brand new terms out there that are thrown around a lot. Christo-fascism, Christo-nationalism, Christian nationalism. You're seeing articles in the Atlantic, quote, how the rosary became an extremist symbol. And then he goes on to label Christian nationalists and Catholics. The communist demons who have taken over this society understand very well who their enemy is and they intend on attacking him. Do you intend on returning the favor? All right, we're not done. We still have a great light in the mood. We got Brandon Tatum. We have much, much more. Now, have you, have you made preparations? When I say preparations, I'm talking about preparations for calamity that's coming. You see the latest about housing prices? Have you been following it all? And it's really hard because they're talking about indexes and standards and percentages, and it is, it's just a lot of information to take in. But I know finance guys. I'm not one, but I know a bunch of them. And what they continue to tell me is, Jesse, every single indicator, virtually every one of them indicates we are not ending, we are heading into dark economic times. Have you gotten your gold from Oxford Gold Group yet? They're super laid back. I want you to understand that. They're easy to work with. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take extra special care of you, but call them. They'll deliver gold to your front door. Gold coins delivered to your front door. Call 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-GOLD, and make some preparations. We'll be back. I feel like that's the mo most unfair way to compete because it's not about winning. What's it about? Having fun with your friends before it, though. I feel like that's the mo most unfair way to compete because it's not about winning. That was tough to watch. A parent with her boy grooming him into what to say in a sit-down interview with NBC. I have no idea how we got here as a country, what has happened to us. Joining me now, Brandon Tatum, host of the Officer Tatum Show and podcast. Brandon, all right, well, we, look, we talk a lot, and understandably so, about the drag queen stuff and the disgusting teachers and disgusting doctors and all that stuff needs to be talked about. I'm not poo-pooing that. But what shocks me, man, is how often the parents are there encouraging this stuff parents taking their kids to drag shows parents taking their kids to the doctor to get their penis chopped off man what when did we turn into sodom and gomorrah 
Uh, I think it's very clear we we're definitely in the Sodom and Gomorrah era. And, and one of the biggest points that, that I noticed is that where's the father at? You know, you see mom in the interview. A lot of these times you see these women who are, who are coercing these young children and they don't have access to a, either a father at all or a quality man that's going to stand up for their rights. You see, this is a boy. I have children. Children at this age are incredibly malleable. When I walk left, my son walks left. When I walk right, he walks right. If I tell him something it, 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 that I know to be true, he's going to believe me in good faith. And these parents are coaching these children to believe these things. You can just look at mama and she got the bald head cut. She got the leftist starter kit. She looked just like a person <laughs> that was moving a child to be a leftist. And that's exactly where this is coming from. It's not coming from any other source. It's not because they were born that way. It's because their parents have a fetish for their children to be a certain way. And they're living that fetish vicariously through these young people. Okay, Brandon, now I'm going to ask you a question you can't possibly answer, so I shouldn't ask it, but I'm just, I'm morbidly curious, why? I mean, I look at my sons, and I know, I know I have in some way screwed them up in one way or another just because I'm so flawed, but I'm not trying to, right? I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can to raise polite, strong young men who will grow up and raise good families. I'm trying to do the best I can by them. It's like these parents are trying to hurt their kids, and I can't understand that mentality. I'm a bad person and I would never try to hurt my kids. Help me understand why. Well, it's called mental illness. Uh, I don't think these parents believe that they're hurting their children. I think they're suffering from a mental illness themselves. Therefore, their perception of reality is completely flawed. And their perception of reality begins to play out in the lives of their young children. See, you and I are, are imperfect human beings, but we are acting in good faith and we're not mentally ill. And so therefore, we understand the concept of reasonableness and right from wrong. I honestly believe, and I'm giving them probably too much credit, I believe these parents are under the influence influence uh, of being deranged and therefore they believe that their daughter is somehow or their son is somehow should be a girl and that it makes perfect sense for him to dress up and it makes perfect sense for you to coach him before he goes on a television to make sure he says exactly what you think he needs to say for either a viral moment or to validate the, the stupidity that we see in that clip brandon Big story came out yesterday. A Minneapolis school district just came to an agreement with the union that if there had to be layoffs, they'd go after the white people first. Now, we come at this from two different perspectives because you're black and I'm white, so maybe I'm naive in this. But man, I don't remember this level of racial tension in the country in the 80s and 90s really where I came up. Now, maybe I lived in a different era. Maybe I just had different parents. I don't remember this. I'm not going to say there was all this racial harmony. I understand that's not that would be naive, but I don't remember anything like this. Am I naive or are we regressing? Well, let me say, let me say this, Jesse. I think that we are on the same page because we're both Americans no matter what color we are. So I think we're both seeing this thing from, this, from a proper perspective. You do not fight racism with racism. <laughs> how, how does it make sense for you to say, we're sick of being oppressed. We're sick of being treated like second-class citizens. We're sick of riding in the back of the bus or whatever you want to say. So now it's time for you to ride in the back of the bus so that what, what are we going to accomplish? We're just going to create racism. There's no way, form, or fashion that it makes any sense whatsoever to choose the race of a person to decide whether or not they're going to get laid out first. It should be tenure. It should be performance. But unfortunately in our country, it, instead of people wanting justice, they want retaliation. They want, they want to, to make other people 
suffer for what their perceived suffering is. And it, it's doing nothing but destroying our country. And I think every single person that is a part of that agreement should be fired immediately. George Soros. I mean, look, we have a crime crisis that is horrific in our cities. 75 Soros-approved prosecutors now doing their thing in American cities. George Gascon of L.A., they just had a failed recall, but there were some interesting numbers with that failed recall. Brandon, it's weird how many petitions kind of got thrown out. How does that happen? Well, you, you know, it's, it's all a manipulation game. It's a, it's a manipulation game based on currency. If you have enough money, you can make anything happen. You know, Soros openly hates the concept of capitalism in the United States of America, and his goal is to drive America down to, the, to, the, to, the, to ashes. And what he's doing is he's getting people elected or, or helping fund people and put them in the place that they are going to be the contributing factor of destroying America. And, and it all starts from the defund the police movement and then these DAs who do not even uh, press charges or, or pursue charges against individuals that should be locked away. What does that do? You hurt the police department, you destroy the morale, morale you have uh, less police officers to handle crime in the, in the community, and even when, they're do, when they are committing or, or arresting people, the people are getting out and commit more crimes in the community. They, he wants a state of chaos in our country to break down a moral fabric so then socialism and Marxism and all these other isms can take over instead of us being a free nation, a God-fearing nation, uh, rooted and in, in, in prospering through capitalism. Why do we still allow him here, Brandon? No other nation in the history of the world would allow a foreign-born billionaire to purposely spend his money to cause chaos and death in its city streets. No nation would allow that of any kind. And yet American politicians sit and pose with this guy and take pictures with him. Well, Jesse, they, they, they are the, they're cut from the same cloth. They are the same people. Yeah. You know, he just so happened to be foreign born. We have native born people who are terrorists in our country. They hate America. They want to destroy capitalism. They hate God. They hate anything related to patriotism, and, and they hate police. I mean, we go down the list of everything that has made America what it is today. They completely hate and despise it. So they are on the same page, cut from the same cloth as somebody like George Soros. They're all in, in this together. I, I would call them the, the, the Marxists of our times. The people that do not believe and that we have inherent rights. They want everybody to be have an equal outcome, except for them. You got to think about this. These people are billionaires. They got as much money as they will ever need. They want to maintain success and they want to flourish, but they want us all to be peasants on the same level so their wealth can increase and we can be under their control. Brandon Tatum, appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right. We have a hilarious light in the mood next. Probably a PSA kind of a light in the mood again, but we have a hilarious light in the mood next. Before we get to that, how's your health? Have you ever asked yourself how much of your health is determined by the air you breathe in? I mean, all day we're sitting there breathing air in, right? What kind of air is it? I don't think it's an accident. People at higher elevations live in the Rocky Mountains, tend to live longer. People who live in a swamp like I do in Houston don't. Why? The air, man. Do you have Eden Pure thunderstorms in your home? And I don't mean something to cover up the smells in the air. Do you have something in your home that is constantly cleaning the air in your home of viruses and mold the way nature does after a thunderstorm? 
Eden Pure does that. I keep one where I sleep. I keep one where my sons sleep. I keep one in the general living area for my family's health and the fact that it cured my allergies. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. The code JESSE gets you $200 off a three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE. $200 off. Free shipping. Go. Now, we'll be back. Spirit Airlines, have you ever had to fly low-budget airlines? Maybe you're having to fly low-budget airlines. Now, I have. Most of my life, I've had to fly these low-budget airlines where you take the cheapest flight humanly possible. Ah, we got you in on the 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. with a 10-hour layover. It's just terrible, right? Um, Spirit Airlines might be the worst. It seriously might be the worst. Anyone who has access to a social media account has seen a lot of fights, fist fights that seem to take place always around Spirit Airlines. And we have yet another one to bring you here in a second. Before I do that, let's just real quickly. We have a, we have a GOP problem in this country. It's the right wing that's killing us because the right wing is too weak and scared to properly take on the communists in this country. I have repeatedly called the GOP the low-T GOP, and I mean it. I mean, they all seem so weak and pathetic and effeminate to me. I have talked to Chalk. I've seriously, I've joked with them about it by text message about how they should send a male vitality stack to every member of Congress, every Republican member of Congress. I really think they should. I really do. All natural herbal supplements, U.S. manufacturing, a hardcore anti-communist company, 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days GOP. Might be something you should consider. Male vitality stack, fellas, go get one. Ladies, get a female vitality stack. I actually love the lit powder. It's this powder the wife puts in our superfood smoothies packed with vitamins and minerals. Go, choq.com, promo code JESSE gets you 30% off the entire store. choq.com, promo code JESSE. All right, here's the latest and greatest from Spirit Airlines. Stay out of my personal space. I just want to get on my plane. I just want to fly somewhere. I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB. 
in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son he would never meet. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.